Give it time, heed patience, and life will show you the way. Do not fear love, be authentic, and everything will all be okay. Chapter 30. Detach from False Narratives Resist the temptation to tease false narratives and break the habit of making unhealthy assumptions. Be aware of what you do not know. When we don't have the whole picture, we can fall prey to creating false realities that do not serve our purpose. For every event, detach and respond to the parameters given. Evaluate what is really going on and respond accordingly. Do not lose your way to suspicion. Do not allow the mind to play tricks by filling in the blanks and creating stories that didn't occur. Be resilient when these moments happen because these negative thoughts can easily pull you off course. It is okay not to know everything, and it's even better to acknowledge it. You will experience events that have no justification and will cause you to lose confidence in your perception of reality. Tackle life's obstacles through what you can control in the present. Let go and let it be. Our mind is a powerful tool that can get the best of us when we make assumptions. Control your imagination and learn to avoid induce fiction. Accept the unknown and respond with total clarity in the present. How's it everyone? My name is Michael Kabuko, and welcome to another episode of the Love Notes for Life podcast, your creative space for amplifying greatness through gratitude. So I don't watch a lot of TV shows these days, but when I do, the ROI better be gosh darn high that it doesn't send me into a spiral of regret. There's a lot of media out there, a lot of new things to consume, but there are four things that I will make time for. Number one, TV shows and movies that feed to my nostalgic needs. Number two, great cinematography. Number three, excellent storytelling. And last but not least, number four, Star Wars. Yep, that last one is non-negotiable. Call me a nerd, I'll take it, but I will always have a soft spot for Star Wars. However, when I heard that HBO was going to turn one of my favorite video games from 10 years ago into a TV show, I was ecstatic. It was The Last of Us. Now, like with most video games, I'm a bit late to the bandwagon, and it was the same case for The Last of Us. It was one of those games that I got introduced through art school, because some of my mentors were actually on the core team at Naughty Dog at the time that brought The Last of Us to life. And as a fan of their artwork, I was more than inclined to give the game a shot. And it paid dividends. It was such a beautiful game. The environments, the characters, and just the overall vibe. While it was set in a post-apocalyptic world, the artists utilized nature to decorate the remnants and memories of modern society. You would find yourself navigating through these urban jungles, locations that were once thriving, now were merely snapshots of the past, overgrown with beautiful greenery. In addition, you were also confronted with contrasting environments of cordyceps, fungi which act as the main disruption of the story. It was in some sense a beautiful decay, an inevitable state of existence when modern society collapses. It's a beautiful story, and I don't want to spoil it too much, but I have to say, HBO did a pretty good job. 
The TV show did not disappoint, and I think it resonated well with the audience that weren't familiar with the video game in the first place. Also, mega props to Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey for playing Joel and Ellie, respectively. They played the roles in such an authentic way, and it felt so true to the video game characters. So, The Last of Us just wrapped up the ninth and final episode of Season 1, which matches up with the ending of the video game. And that last episode, wow, it was executed flawlessly, and I can't stop thinking about it. It was like that perfect slice of lemon cake, lightly topped with a crisp lemon frosting, paired with a warm cup of coffee on a beautiful Sunday morning. It was such a vibe, and there was this one scene that just resonated with me. Now, I'll try to keep it spoiler-free, but if you don't want to chance it, feel free to fast-forward a few minutes past this part of the podcast. So in the season one finale, Joel and Ellie are almost to the hospital, and Joel pauses to tell Ellie that the destination may not always be what it seems. Sort of like, be careful what you wish for, because sometimes our expectations don't line up with reality. So Ellie responds in the best way possible. She says, After everything we've been through, everything I've done, it can't be for nothing. I know you mean well. I know you want to protect me. You have. And when we're done, we'll go wherever you want. Tommy's, Sheep Ranch, the moon. I'll follow you anywhere you go. But there's no halfway with this. We finished what we started. The feels. I tell you what, the feels. I mean, that one single line, I'll follow you anywhere you go. I wish I came up with that. (laughs) It was such a great resolution, especially when the two started off so distant and broken. So to see them finally fall into each other through a strong parental bond as father and daughter, even though they were not related, was such a beautiful sight to see. Also, the next part that Ellie says resonated so well with me. She goes on to say that there's no halfway with this. We finish what we started. It was such a mature response, a sort of self-prescribed burden that any child should not have to experience. However, tough times require even tougher individuals, and Ellie understood that. In her mind, she was determined to be of purpose. She wanted to see the completion of her story, come what may, and she was basically reciprocating Joel's original intention. The idea of never stopping until they finish what they started. However, Joel is not the same person we met at the beginning of the story. He becomes someone greater beyond his own expectations. He found love. We often hear the phrase, time heals all wounds, but Joel's healing did not attribute itself to time. He found his purpose after many years of just living without resolution. Despite living in a disruptive world filled with tension, where hardship dominates life and hope seems like a distant memory, Joel found his answer. He found a love worth protecting. He found Ellie, and she was everything he needed to keep moving forward. Time didn't heal his wounds completely, but it was Ellie that gave him a second chance at a life worth fighting for. The Last of Us highlights the tough part about disruptions, such as experiencing death or losing someone that we love. It ain't easy, and it is the biggest disruption we can experience in life. When someone closest to us passes away, it is those that are left in the world of the living that must endure pain and suffering. Disruptions never make sense, the timing of it all. 
But The Last of Us showcases the power of purpose to give us a second chance at making sense of the world we live in. Yet, disruptions do not stop at losing the people we love, and can materialize through our fundamental relationships with others. When we love someone to the point of vulnerability, where we basically put our full faith and trust in someone, we expose ourselves to the risk of emotional discord, rejection, and or the misalignment in values. In these trying times, we often are tempted to attack our confidence and default to negative thinking. We start questioning the why without even knowing the how. We are left in a confused state, especially when we rely on our heart to move the chess pieces of our lives forward. I can't speak for everyone, but I've experienced many moments where things just didn't go according to plan. Where love and the heart did not conquer all, but rather left me in question and confusion, an unsettled state of the unknown. I mean, you could have had the best intentions, gave love your best shot, and then you're still back to square one. But if it ain't obvious, I'm a bit of a, how can you say it, a hopeless romantic. And what's life without the risk? So riddle me this, how do you know if you've made the right decision if you never try? How do you know what could have been if you never do the uncomfortable things? I mean, how can you find someone worth fighting for if you never step forward, strive to become a better version of yourself, and accept vulnerability for the greater love? Life requires taking chances, and no matter how many times I've fallen, I'm willing to get up, learn from my mistakes, and take the risk of getting hurt again to discover my purpose worth fighting for than never trying at all. That's love. It's risky. There's no way around it. And it doesn't always go smooth. But when it does, it can truly help you strengthen your purpose and give you every reason to keep moving forward. We can't really live without it. We all need it. And sometimes, love arrives later in our lives than sooner. Yet love is a choice through the best of times and especially through life's disruptions. When we're kids, we often associate it to a feeling of pure bliss and utter happiness. However, love is not always sunshine and rainbows. It's more than a feeling. It's a personal choice and it's a desire to contribute to the wellness of others, even when the going gets tough. It's choosing to let go of the personal satisfaction to attend to one's needs. Love starts with our emotional currency. Now, I don't want anyone to think that you need to be a martyr, someone who suffers persecution from their beliefs, to be capable of loving someone else. However, before we can learn to love others completely, we must learn to love ourselves selflessly through personal development. It's not easy, and it will take time. But if I can keep moving forward, improving myself every step of the way, then eventually everything else will fall into place. That's faith. That's love. And it's a reminder that despite our bad days, just by giving life a little more time to unravel, everything will eventually be okay. It's a bit comical that a video game I played 10 years ago would have this profound impact on me. But when the right story comes along, it really changes your life for the better. 
That's the beauty of storytelling, especially when it opens your eyes to the power of purpose. It's so easy to give up on love, but it's much harder to live a life without it. Disruptions shouldn't outweigh the opportunity to love. Live every day with the best intentions and keep moving forward, because when the time is right, you'll find a love worth fighting for. Thanks, y'all, for tuning in to another episode of the Love Notes for Life podcast. I look forward to continuing this conversation of awareness and amplifying greatness through gratitude. My book, Love Notes for Life, is now available on Barnes & Noble with the direct link in the show notes below. If you're enjoying the Love Notes for Life podcast, please subscribe and leave a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple, and other major podcast platforms. For a behind-the-scenes look on new merch dropping soon, be sure to follow me at Mike Kabuko on Instagram or Twitter. Thanks, y'all, for the support, and always remember, there is beauty in knowing that there is only one of you. Take care.